Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Today we've got a senior graduation malicious compliance story. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, just do your job and shut up. No problem. The software company I worked for got acquired. Some people were let go, some were added and some teams and functions were restructured. Prior to acquisition, we had a multiple hat situation where you basically did whatever was in your capacity, teams play to each other's strengths, and one person would generally take a client from the first demo right through the configuration, implementing, and training phases of the software. Some of us had strengths in technical areas, others had a decade plus in the client subject matter. Clients would give us some feedback or wish lists, We would talk amongst the team about how the functionality could be added or changed, make a functional mock-up, and then bring that to the development team for polish and integration into the production code. It worked wonderfully, like 100% positive feedback and nothing broken when it went into production. We had a good rapport with the dev guys, and some of us were even able to write queries or code portions that would save them from having to ask a billion subject matter questions. When we weren't dedicated to a task, we would handle support calls. Clients would call up, receptionists learned who to pass things to based on clients and the nature of issues, and resolution was typically instantaneous, unless the problem required research. Clients loved that and had the understanding that if we couldn't resolve their problem right away, it was because we needed to look into it. After the acquisition, the parent company reorganized things into a much more rigid, you have one job type of scenario. The trouble was, with the people they let go, I was the singular remaining source of a lot of the capacities we provided. It left me working with the sales, product improvement and concept, product evangelism, implementation, development, data conversion, and support teams. Initially, I didn't mind. Wasn't any different than my previous role. Things started nicely enough with the company's CEO genuinely asking, would you mind helping X team with Y project? And he'd pick up my travel bar tabs and toss me a day off here and there. It was a fair exchange, and he treated it as though I was doing him a favor. But at some point, all of these other departments expected, then demanded my time. Instead of people asking when I could help them on a project, I would just find time blocks added to my schedule for various things. A couple of times, I was supposed to be chairing these meetings and having things prepared, and no one even bothered to tell me. Around the same time, I noticed a lot of recommendations I made when asked for input were being overturned by people in new roles who had no idea what they were talking about, as in literally had no exposure to the subject matter and had never even seen the software, plus no programming or logic or database experience. So my input is demanded, but also ignored. And this was causing more demands on my time when things were broken or didn't meet client expectation. 
Plus, the new dev team I was working with made every excuse not to act unless someone went and confirmed and fetched everything they needed. The external demands on my time had increased, and I'd coincidentally hit a few walls with my actual job in that clients were unresponsive and couldn't get me the data or access I needed to complete tasks. But that didn't stop my boss from demanding documentation and results and documentation about the results. There was no such thing as waiting. It's your duty to call and harass the powerless client until whatever third party involved enables whatever we need. I was really unhappy in a job that I'd previously loved. Every day was worse than the last. And then I got my employee review. It was top notch, and yet I got the same cost of living raise as everyone else. It particularly burned my butt that the sales guys were getting commission on sales that I freaking made, and I was just shafted. At the original company, effort above and beyond was well rewarded. I doubled my starting salary in a few years time for hard work. Now I was miserable, overdrawn, and got nothing for it. I was having daily arguments with my boss, who was completely indifferent to all my commitments and refused to understand that I couldn't compel third-party companies to do my timely bidding to get client data or access. Out of nowhere, I get a call from the head of the data conversions department. He says a few of his people have noticed some high-level solutions to dev or data problems in the team's chats. Comes out of some random guy from implementations in no time. Then he was talking to a pre-existing client about converting a set of financial data from a legacy system I had converted some building, code, fire, planning, and police data from, and they asked if they could have me do it specifically because my conversion of their other data was flawless, and I granted them some change requests on the way through to make their lives easier. Simple changes to record type names for easier identification, clip leading spaces or extra zeros so they could put reports in Excel, stuff like that. He said the client wouldn't stop freaking gushing about me, and he was floored to hear that I'd done the whole thing myself, where his team typically breaks the responsibilities between five or more people. He offered me a position on the spot, and I told him I was interested and I'd think about it. He told me I could start doing some part-time stuff with him a few hours a week if I wanted it that way. Then he told me he saw the BS I was dealing with and said he'd get the other departments off my freaking plate. I liked him right away. My current boss then interrupted our call, seeing me talking to that guy on our in-house phone app and demanded to know what I was wasting my time on. Then she proceeded to berate me about open orders and my lack of documentation about their lack of progress. You got time to BS with him but you can't call a client? I tried to tell her for the millionth time about all the expectations from the other departments, the obligations they leave beyond their allotted time frames, the inability I have to force other companies to do things for us, no matter how many times I tell the client. She told me, I'm done with your excuses, just do your job and shut up. I called the conversions head right back and asked how soon I could transfer to his department full time. He said freaking yesterday man, this is such good news. I was talking to assistant department manager and he about pooped his pants when I said I think I got you part time. Take the rest of the day off, have a beer to celebrate. 
I'll handle the transfer and we'll see you in the morning. And that was that. I did as my new boss commanded and had a beer to celebrate. A wave of relief came over me after months of tension. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following day, I told the vampire departments and my previous boss in no uncertain terms that I was done helping them. It went unacknowledged and they continued adding things to my calendar, so I deleted them, did my job, and shut up. Things got ugly. I'm not super talented or anything, but I was literally the only person they had for a lot of things. And things went to crap. Most of it requires institutional knowledge I'd spent years acquiring, so they couldn't even hire someone to do the things. And rather than come ask me for help, people made demands and attacks. I got flat out belligerent about it. In an email with the CEO CC'd, the support manager asked why I couldn't be bothered to help them anymore. I said, for the same reason you can't be bothered to clean the toilets or re-cable the building. Not my job. Previous boss told me to just do my job and shut up. Take it up with her. The sales slash evangelist guys tried to go over my head and asked my new boss if I could do some of their demos. He said, sure, if you come over here and do some of his conversions. Numbers tanked for the departments I was previously involved with, support in particular. They went from a two-hour average resolution time to eight days. Sales for my product line went down from 85% success to less than 25%. The CEO reported that sales dropped over 60% from 85%, don't know the exact. Dev and product went from 100% customer satisfaction to 60%. Implementations has been completely unable to install certain components, which led to at least one contract cancellation and a demand for a refund. And in true storybook fashion, my previous boss's boss, the one who gave me my previous employee review, and who is a childhood friend of the CEO, told me privately that the CEO noticed all the departments OP stopped working for suddenly saw their worst numbers in company history. Weird. And asked, anything in particular that pushed the guy over the edge? Previous boss's boss explained that I was pissed about the review and raise having nothing to do with merit or effort. The demand from other departments, unrealistic and impossible expectations, and the idiotic requirement for documentation. 
So this year and going forward, there are two criteria for yearly raises, individual output and department output. No raises for people with negative performance numbers. Upon that announcement, some department heads up and quit and others changed positions internally. Meanwhile, I've written a few utilities for my team that have saved thousands of hours of manual work. Our numbers are soaring where they were previously up and down, and my new boss is driving the whole bus full of our laughing butts all the way to the bank. I mean, you can't even really blame the departments, you gotta blame the people at the top that allow this dysfunction to happen. Our next story is, if you don't do the senior project, then you won't walk during graduation. Well, okay then. Back in 2013, I was a senior at a high school I had just transferred to. I'd moved earlier in the year because my parents got divorced, and I made the deliberate choice to leave my old high school and move in with my dad, attending a new high school. I won't go into too much detail about the why, but it was my decision to leave my mom, my old school, and my hometown in the Bay Area and move into a small apartment with my dad. This comes up later. Normally, switching schools isn't a huge deal, but it was sort of an abrupt move. I wasn't able to take any of the AP classes I normally would have taken because they all had mandatory summer projects that I wouldn't have been able to do in a week. Additionally, a week into the school year, we were told about this stupid senior project they wanted us to do. In a nutshell, there was some acronym like IMPACT or something, and each letter represented a value of the school. They wanted us to write about how IMPACT had influenced us in our time at the school. We were then told that, should we not do the senior project, we wouldn't be able to walk for graduation. I heard this and thought it was stupid for a number of reasons, not the least of which being that I'd only just gotten there so their dumb acronym didn't mean anything to me. I brought this concern up to the lady telling us about the project, and her response was that I just figure something out or don't walk. Well, okay then. I brought it up with my dad, asked if he gave a hot crap whether or not I walked for a high school graduation. He didn't, so I just figured that I wouldn't do the project. End of story, right? Wrong. You see, a few months into the senior project, they did a checkup on every senior. We just lined up in our homeroom to talk to some lady from the principal's office and told her how close we were to being done. When I walked up, I told her that I wasn't doing it. She was confused. You're not going to do it? You have to. It's non-negotiable. I said, no, it's not. I don't have to do it. She says, but you won't walk if you don't do it. I say, yeah. Then we just sort of stared at each other, and she wrote my name down and shooed me away. I correctly assumed that this would not be the last interaction I had regarding this non-issue. Several weeks later, my suspicions were confirmed when I was pulled out of class and brought into the main office. They ushered me into the vice principal's personal office, where she made a bit of a show of pulling out some papers. She told me that the meeting was regarding a misunderstanding I may have had regarding the senior project. She was apparently told that I didn't know what to do for the assignment, and I chose to boycott the whole thing as a result. I quickly corrected her and explained that I very clearly understood what they wanted me to do, but that I thought it was stupid and wasn't going to do it. I also explained that I understood the penalty and was fine with it. She, like the first lady, seemed confused by this course of action and just let me leave, since there really wasn't much of a conversation to be had. A few more weeks later, 
I get pulled out of yet another class for this same thing. Again, I'm brought up to the vice principal for a one-on-one. When I get there, she looks like the cat that ate the canary. She begins, So, I know you were in here a while ago and you said you didn't want to do your senior project. No, I interrupted. I said I wasn't doing the project. Well, she continued, We had a chat with your mother over the phone earlier this week. She told us that she really wants you to walk on your graduation. I was quiet for a moment. Um, I live with my dad. She says, right, but your mom said she'd like to attend the ceremony and see you walk. I don't think you get it, I stated. I live with my dad for a reason. If ever there were an expression that perfectly exemplified the dial-up tone, that's the face she made. After she collected herself, I was released and headed back to class. By this point, I was mostly just not doing the project because it was dumb. But them calling a family member to strong-arm me was crossing a line. On top of that, they tried to strong-arm me using a parent with whom I was no contact. I decided right then that no matter what, I wasn't caving into their BS. Screw the project, screw the school, screw the weird tactics they were trying to use. Though, in my anger, was also confusion. Why the heck did these people care so darn much about one guy not doing an optional assignment? Also, I made myself very clear, so that was the end of it? Spoiler, it wasn't. A few more weeks later, I got pulled into the actual principal's office. The principal, for reference, was one of those guys that tried to make a show of being overly friendly and goofy, but to the point where it came off as superficial. When I got to his office, he was his usual extroverted self, greeted me and sat me down. So, I've heard about this whole senior project problem you've had going on. And I get it. Trust me, I really do. You're new here, so our motto hasn't had much of an impression. So, after talking about it with the folks grading the projects, we think it would just be fine if you had a modified project. Just do a project on one letter of impact and you're golden. He gave me a big warm smile. I said no. Sorry, he asked, still smiling. I said I'm not doing it. His smile was slowly fading. But you only have to do one letter, it's really not that much. I said, yeah, I got that. I'm still not going to do it. They said, but you won't be able to walk on graduation day. I say, yep. They say, so what's the issue exactly? I said, you called my mom. His mouth was open like he was going to say something, but I guess nothing came to mind. As we sat in silence for a good 20 seconds, him trying to formulate an argument and me making a Jim Halpert face, I told him if that was everything he needed to talk about, I would be heading back to class. He didn't protest, so I just left. It was after this meeting that I eventually got some context. Apparently, California schools will shuffle principals around every few years, for some reason that probably makes sense, but I don't care enough to research. Our principal was going to be switching schools after the 2013 semester had ended. And one of his big plans was to leave that high school with 100% participation in the senior projects that would otherwise not affect any final grade. He used the threat of preventing students from walking at graduation to bully everyone into doing the dumb project. Almost everyone. I stuck to my guns and refused to do it. And sure enough, after the deadline had passed, They made a big deal about how happy they were that 99.6% of students 
completed their senior projects, even though they were hoping for a hundred. And the absolute dumbest part of this exercise in stupid? After everything was said and done, I was called in one last time to the VP's office. She said that despite my refusal to do the senior project, they were still going to let me walk and gave me five tickets for friends and family. I laughed, walked out without the tickets, and didn't attend my own graduation. It, this just makes me wonder if they had any right to prevent you from walking over the senior project or not. Considering OP shut them down every step of the way, didn't do it, and they still were like, okay, here you go. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.